Shut up and sit down. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another edition of Paraprobe. And I'm your host, Michael Jordan. I don't think anybody believes me. No, nobody believes you. Too short. Should Uh, have said Elvis Presley. uh, True, because today we're going to be talking about Elvis Presley. Not the movie. We're talking about the man who is still alive. At least I think he is. Used to be. Used to be, the one time. Um, so before we get started on today's show, so I'm sitting here with my, my, my faithful compatriot, my hetero life mate, my, my, my lunchbox. <laughs> I'm sitting next to Jesse J. Hi. What's going on? I'm beat. I am too, man. I am so wore out. This has been a long week, a Ooh. lot of aggravation, dealing with a lot of stupid stuff. And by the way, Tesla's owners, I hate you all. Just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> And now that that's out there, ladies and gentlemen, we do not discriminate on anybody's uh, cars. We just, Except uh, Tesla owners. Uh, your common sense level. Yeah. Cause, uh, or Mercedes or BMWs. I did get cut off by two Teslas on the way here. Dude, I don't know what it is. Okay, let me, let me, let me backpedal here for a second, okay? I'm not saying all Tesla owners or Mercedes owners or BMW owners. But that's owners. what you said. I'm saying like 99.9999% of you guys, all right? On the interstate, on the highway, you all drive like you were a stunt driver for the Fast and Furious, but yet none of you can drive, which is hilarious. You act like you're impressing everybody. Nobody around you likes you on the road. Just letting you know. If we all had the option and wasn't <laughs> illegal, we would all run you off the road, I promise. I swear to God, I don't know what it is about Tesla drivers and Mercedes owners and and, and these BMW owners. And, and once again, not saying all of you guys, just 99.99999%. Not all. Yeah. No, and not even 99.9%, dude. Don't, don't be oh, nice. Okay, 98%. It's literally like the 2% that uh, are a pain in the neck. There we go. Neck. I was about to... <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right the first time. <laughs> but uh, no. Um... It, it, but what's, what's funny is when I put this out on social media, everybody agreed with me. That shows I'm not the only one. Even Tesla owners. <laughs> yeah, even Tesla owners are like, yeah, we have to pass a manual. You have to be an a-hole in order to own this car. It's true. Uh, fair point. Okay. So, there, I'm off my rant. Anyways, <sighs> I am totally and completely, as usual, unprepared for this uh, talking and dead people thing. I went down the tangent of aliens and uh, us know, contaminating gonna, other planets. We're going to talk about everything tonight. <laughs> I, I don't just, care. We are so we are the ADD paranormal show. Yeah. I really don't care. Yeah, we no, can talk I about just, anything and everything. Dude, I we're just talking even. about Tesla cars and stuff. The 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 energizer of like micro machine yeah. cars. They are fast though. That's the problem. And everybody thinks once again they could drive in the Fast and Furious. Little do they know that no, you can't. We've all watched you drive. You suck at driving. I love it when they cut off my Rubicon. Because you get in front of me and jam on your brakes, my Jeep, I promise you, will climb over your car. That while I'm hitting the brakes. So I'll just kinda of drag you behind me as I go down the road. Wow. <sighs> Calm down. I'm it's fine. okay. I'm fine. It's okay. And another thing about Tesla people, Shut no, up. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, moving on. 
Um, my car is expensive. So is my Rubicon with all of its extras. I promise you, it costs just as much as your Tesla. Uh, oh, I promise you. The, the, trust me, I've seen some Teslas, and the prices for them matched up against my Rubicon if it was brand new with all the stuff that I have. If. Yeah, same price. If. Same price. If. Don't take their side. I will kill you during the show. <laughs> <laughs> I could even take that one serious. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so moving on. Um, I do want to talk about our new gig that we're doing. Which one? The uh, Doing the investigations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so for our listening audience We have there, so much going on, I don't know which one you're talking about. That is true. That is very true. That is very true. All right, so for a listening audience out there, th- this ain't a new gig. This is a rehashed, like, revamped gig. Uh, we've done paranormal investigations for a long, long time. You know, for everybody that's in our group, a part of the H&E, you know, entertainment uh, LLC company that we own, you know, Paraprobe Radio, uh, the people that are involved with that, you know. We, we've we done paranormal investigations, a lot of us, for, you know, a good 20-plus years. You know, so we're actually... I know we joke around on the air and all that stuff, but when it comes down to investigations, we take it very serious, and we do do a very good job, and a lot of people speak highly of us and everything else. But now, we decided that now we're going to be really encompassing that and creating this whole new team, and it's going to be Paraprobe Investigations Group. And that will include us, obviously, me and Jesse here. Uh, Kim Rutherford and a few others are going to be a part of the group. Um, that is going to be the new investigation team. We're going to be going out and doing a lot more. We've done a lot of help calls and stuff like that, which we don't talk about on air. Uh, help calls for people who don't know, that's people that's having problems going on in their home that we go and investigate and check out. And, but those situations, we don't give any, any indication of when we do them, where we're doing them, nothing. That's, that's client confidentiality. We don't talk about that. That's as far as we go about it. Um, now to be clear, the ones we're going to be doing are more open to the public. We'll be putting them out there on social media well, and stuff like that. that. And help calls, we more try to – we don't just come in there with a bunch of gadgetry and say, oh, yeah, there's definitely something here. Exactly. you obviously know there's something there or else you wouldn't have called us. So yeah. we well, try to figure out – like we try to bring a resolution to it or try to find some – Mm-hmm. way to make it livable to be honest we try to find the normal aspect of what's going on not the paranormal because as everybody knows about jesse and i we are very diehard skeptics about it ourselves even though we investigate we're still diehard skeptics and that's why you investigate exactly uh so we always try to find the normal explanation for everything that is appears to be paranormal happening in people's homes and stuff like that but we're expanding the group we're going to be doing also crypto <laughs> you know cryptid investigations uh, and everything from that's big, what I'm excited for. Yeah, all kinds of new stuff. Uh, we might even be doing a little bit of treasure hunting. We have people involved in our group doing dive teams, everything else. We're getting involved in this. It, it's it, it's a big undertaking that we're putting together. Um, and the cool thing is, there's so many paranormal teams out there. They're all about me, 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 me. Look at me. We're awesome. Check us out. Yes, we're one of them. But we don't have a problem with sharing that with other groups because doing these investigations for so long, especially in the state of Florida, we know a lot of really good groups and a lot of really great investigators that I would recommend any day of the week, you know, for an investigation of whatever sort. And so we're going to be, for anything that we can't do, we're going to be swinging it over to them. So, you know, this is going to be a chance for, to show everybody out there that I'm so tired in the paranormal field of everybody having this ego thing. 
we have an ego, but ours is more for comedic purposes. It, it's it's our you know our shtick that we do on on. We're not air cocky. Like we're that. confident. Exactly. <laughs> we're just very sarcastic about it. Oh God. So, uh, but yeah, but there are a lot of good groups out there and a lot of great investigators, like I said, you know, that we want to, if it's something that we can't take or handle at the time or whatever the case may be, you know, we may have an event going on that we're doing or it's the show we're doing, whatever the case may be, that we'll start recommending other people out there as well. I want to build this community again in the paranormal field for people to work together, not against each other and be like, well, you can't investigate here because we own it. No, you don't. The homeowner actually owns it. You're just visiting, so shut up. So, we, yeah, we're not playing that game. If we're at an investigation, and let's say we have a homeowner who's just like, hey, we're not scared. We're not intimidated. Nothing bad happening here. But we do have paranormal stuff. We want you to come check it out. If we go to the home and we do find some really cool stuff, I have no problem telling them, saying, hey, look, this is what we found. This is pretty awesome. I know a couple of good groups or good teams or good people that I would love to have them come check it out and have them come check it out too, just to back up our claims of what we may find. Um, yeah, I, I really. But wanna, if it once again, if it's a really crappy situation, if it's cussed, a help call, I'm literally no, almost cussed on air. That's crazy. We made it first time. I, I literally shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I, I've I've had control of this. I've had control. Control. I've had control controlling. Um, <laughs> I've had trouble controlling my mouth today. Language it's issues? Been, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, no, it's it's bad. Um, anyways, Your speech like, impediment works backwards. Oh, my God, it's terrible. Yeah. Can we move on to, like, dead sure. people that aren't dead? Because, yeah. like, Go ahead. hey, we got a team. We're willing to work with anybody. Yes. Let's we'll, hang out. We're going to be putting our website out probably coming up on Tuesday. We'll be launching the website with H&E Entertainment for all of our event stuff that we do. Uh, plus, we're going to be putting out there the group page for our paranormal stuff. And uh, you guys can jump on board, become members. Um, or people look looking to us to come investigate something. They'll have all of our contact information. Yeah. So there you go. So I'll be putting it out there on my social media. So if you don't follow us on our social media, well, you're an idiot. So what you need to do is pick up that little thing that's in front of your face probably right now called the cell phone because, let's face it, you have no life. You're on your cell phone. If you're listening to this show, you have no life. Right now, it's 610 on a Saturday. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, if it's 610 on a Saturday and you're listening to us on an AM station, you have no life. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just putting it out there. For all my Internet people out there, uh, you're good. Yeah. But the reason why I know this is because we're here doing a show at 6 p.m. on a Saturday at an a.m. station. So we have no life. So we know. We're speaking from experience here. Um, so am I calling you? Yeah, it's a customer from work. They're calling the wrong number. They need to be calling the office. Oh. And who who calls a business? Who calls a business at 6 p.m. on a Saturday? A Saturday, exactly. I thought it was a spam <clears throat> caller. I was going to say, dude, no, put them on air. It's yeah. from California. That's why. Um yeah. Lord have mercy. Okay, so... so I, I do want to say something. Sure. So, I have this thing about Yankees, okay? People from New York... Wait, 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 real quick. On our social media, i got to make sure I put this out so I don't forget. On our social media, find us at Paraprobe Radio or Paraprobe oh, on everything. Facebook, Instagram, you know, Twitter, the whole nine yards, you'll find us. Put Paraprobe or Paraprobe Radio. You'll see our social media is attached underneath each one, so you know it's the right one. All right, go ahead. Okay. So, there's this issue that I have. With people from New York. Okay? <laughs> okay. So you and I were talking about... One in particular. One in particular. 
But I always feel like I'm not mentioning any names though. Tony. New Yorkers are always like, you know, the tough guys when they're not in New York. You get them in New York, they're scared. Like I was, I was literally listening to a couple of New Yorkers talking, mm-hmm. and of course, everybody knows that New York right now has a serious qu- crime wave. Well, New Yorkers now, on to, to be fair, now they are tough until yeah. you get out in the woods and start playing a banjo in the dark. Yeah, but anyways. Well, it, that's, that's where I'm from. Ding, 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 that ding, is ding. literally where I'm from. That's probably why I have this bad. You sure got a pretty mile. <laughs> I told my boss that the other day. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what do you stare? And he's from New York. It's too. tough to say to my bosses. I can't say on the radio, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is from New York and he, yeah. he's hilarious and he is tough. Like he's legit tough. He's very, uh, We've tested this. <laughs> I've seen things break. Cars. Um, <laughs> he literally broke a car. Um, <laughs> but <clears throat> so just in passing, because like you hear about the crime wave in New York City, yeah. you hear about you know all these shootings and stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Even though all guns are basically banned in New York, somehow they still have shootings. I'm wondering how that works. Hmm. Anyways, every New Yorker that's moving down here lately. Mm-hmm. Like within the last, you know, couple years, is totally sketched out by it. They want to go go see home and stuff, but nobody in New York, and they're all saying this. Every one of them that I talk to that are recent transplants to Florida mm-hmm. are all saying in New York City right now, nobody goes out because they're too damn scared. Yeah, I believe it. And what? Like, and then you get them outside of New York, and they're like, "I'm from Brooklyn." <laughs> yeah. Forget, nah. yeah. But, but, forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> I yeah. had to. Now, what's funny is, like you said, yes, now we're we're obviously hyperbole here. We're joking. Yes, we know some New Yorkers are friends of ours, family members oh, yeah. of ours. Yes, they are tough people. But there are quite a few that, yes, they get down here and they're like, yeah, I'm not going back to New York. <laughs> no, it's not because not. they're scared. They're just not stupid. No, they're not stupid. That, yeah. that That's a better way to – thank you. You're welcome. That's a better way to put it. I'm going to get jumped by like a New York gang or something. But, like, I went to New York City as a kid. As a kid. Like, as, like, an eight- or nine-year-old. I was real little. Mm-hmm. And I was a little eight- and nine-year-old because I'm tiny. I'm a hobbit. And <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. But, like... <laughs> what? Oh, my God. That cracked me up. Sorry. It's true. Go ahead. It's freaking true. Yeah, but I'm you're like, a cute hobbit. I'm you're five cute, foot six on a good day. Like, Tom Cruise is my height. Did you know Tom Cruise is short? Here, let's look up Tom Cruise. Did Cruise's I know height. Tom Cruise is short? Dude, Everybody knows he's Tom Cruise super is short. short. Like, so he played uh, Jack Reacher, right? The new guy actually playing Jack Reacher on the series looks like what you would think Jack Reacher is because he is a big guy. Yeah. He, yeah, he played uh, Hawk on uh, Teen Titans. Or no, Titans, sorry, not Teen Titans. Titans. <laughs> Teen Titans. Yeah, he's, Teen he's Titans. a big dude. Here, we're. Here, actually. God, why can I not think of his name all of a sudden? Yeah, it's Tom Alan, Cruise height. Look, Alan look, 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 look. Tom Cruise height, 5'7". Okay, Tom sorry. Tom Cruise is an inch taller than you? Tom Cruise is taller than me. But Jack Reacher is supposed to be like 6'2". And like all the books and stuff, Tom Jack Reacher is 6'2". Look up Alan Richardson. Alan Richardson? Yeah, that's the, that's the guy who's currently playing him. Man, why you got to pick a guy with a long name? Well, just put in uh, Preacher. Preacher? Or Reacher, I mean. Did I say Preacher? I meant to say Reacher. <laughs> Reach around. Oh, that's a whole different kind of uh, video. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. So, Alan Richardson. There we go. Yeah, that's IMDb. Here. Height. Ah, look at that. Alan oh. Richardson. Sorry. Whatever. I don't care. 
Yeah, that's definitely not him. No. No, no, no. no. Not Rich. Alan Richardson. Richson. Richson? There was a picture of him. You just could have clicked on it a minute ago, and you would have went right to the link. But yeah, yeah there you go. Six See, foot two. He's six literally two. six foot two. Yeah, the so, dude is built like a linebacker. He yeah. is huge. So, like, Tom Cruise is this itty-bitty guy. Itty-bitty guy. Yeah. And he's playing Jack Reacher. They literally had to do camera magic to make oh, him yeah. look taller in there. And, like, nothing against Tom Cruise, because he's probably a legit dude. I mean, oh yeah, man. he's living in clear water. I don't, I don't have an opinion on Scientologists. They control the world. But, like... Uh, uh, come on, you can't be saying that type of stuff. They're dominating everything. <laughs> I know. They they recently took over the government over there, but, you know, yeah, it, yeah. there's nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. They're going to take over along. the world. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but, like... Penal's first. <laughs> they already got it. <laughs> Dude, they're so going to kill us, man. We're gonna, we're, Tom oh. Cruise is going to come in here Mission Impossible style and kill us. You know what? That's Tom, what's going to happen. Tom, Tom we, we've met... Wow, words words are hard. I've got caffeine going and I can't speak. This is great. It's <laughs> awesome. Great we're doing a radio show. Yeah. Yeah. Lord Jesus, help me God. <laughs> <laughs> help me, baby Jesus. Help me, Tom Cruise. Save me, Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please save me, Tom oh, Cruise. Oh, he's in Pinellas County oh. right now. Listen to this. Yeah, we're dead. He's not listening to us. He's got better things to do. <laughs> what if Tom Cruise was actually dead? And it was just a body double that was Tom Cruise running around here. That would be insane. Maybe that's why he doesn't talk to anybody when he's out and about in Clearwater. That's interesting. That's very interesting. What if all wow. the Scientologists are really dead, but they're all body doubles, like Revenge of the Body Snapper? No. Body Snappers? Bo- body Snappers. We're being attacked by alien fish now? <laughs> <laughs> body Snatchers. <laughs> oh, my god. All right, goodness. quit talking. You're done. <laughs> But you know, it, there there are okay. This is was what we're. That was a good segue, by the way. So there are. What are you all, talking about? Because we're talking about like famous people that could possibly be in replaced because they died a long time ago. Paul McCartney being one of them. Wow. Huge, huge theory that Paul McCartney died in a car accident back in like the I believe I want to say it was the early sixties. Yeah, uh, had died in a car accident and that. A, another guy that was his body double and face double, because the guy looks just like him, stepped in to fill his position with the band. And he actually could sing, and that's who's actually been with the band the entire time. Really? They were afraid of the fallout, because Paul McCartney was the, you know, for all intents and purposes, back in the day, back then, he was the, the cute guy, you know, of the group. He was the one that all the girls loved and, you know, thought he was really awesome. You know, he could sing, and he was leader of the Beatles, and blah, blah, blah. And so they thought this will cause mass hysteria because them all on their own caused mass hysteria when they came out. The Beatles were huge, which obviously still today, they're an iconic band. But back in the day when they first came out, yeah, you have to think they're an iconic band. But when they come out on stage, they don't cause hysteria like they did back then. You know, now it's like, oh, my God, I'm seeing a, you know, a legend up there singing and so on and so forth. But back then, whole different ball game. It was kind of like the the whole Elvis situation, where people would like close down auditoriums. The, the the women that would go crazy. Same thing with Paul McCartney. And so they were like, "Look, we one want to keep making our money." And it was believed that their producer was the one that made this person step in. Now, do I believe it? No, absolutely not. I don't. Uh, that That is so made up. No, I, if I you look at pictures, at like I'm literally on Google Images right now, mm-hmm. looking at pictures like 
from early him and then looking at he literally has the same daggum face the exact same well, face. but that's the thing this guy looked just like paul mccartney what was but, it but, his twin but yes basically but here's the thing too that essentially there were uh there are certain pictures like that they they leave like hints in like their album covers and stuff um the one where they're all walking across the street it basically is it's their funeral procession because Paul McCartney's the only one in a suit. Shut up. Yes, I kid you not. No, no. See, that is one of the secret theories out there. Yeah, and they, I'm not saying it's real. I'm just saying well, the theory I, that's out there. So let, let's be real. If I was Paul McCartney, uh-huh. and I was with the Beatles, uh-huh. and I knew this conspiracy theory was out there, uh-huh. you know what I would do? What? Perpetuate the crap out of it because you know what? That is publicity. Oh, absolutely. That is more people. Got my name in their mouth and giving me all kinds of mental attention that I don't deserve. Absolutely. Uh, Dude, if I knew for a fact that there was a big conspiracy theory going around that I had been replaced. Yeah. I definitely, I'd prepare. I would literally, like, I'd fold my arms the opposite way. I would do everything completely opposite. I would write with my left hand. I would learn to write with my left hand. Oh, absolutely. And see, that's where, this is why we're brothers, because we love to screw with people. We would intentionally make them believe that, yes, we have been replaced, even though we are the original yeah, real exactly. people, just to watch it go crazy and sit back and just laugh the entire time. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Oh, it'd be awesome. It would be great. So. So, Billy the Kid? Or are you uh, going somewhere else? Actually, Butch Cassidy. Oh, there's a really? lot. There's a lot from the Western past of people that allegedly well, died yeah, that are still It was high. easier to get away with it back then. Back then, yeah, it didn't I, have the I, DNA I can, and all that good stuff. I could really ex- accept a lot of outlaws back in the day. Oh yeah, not being dead because first of all, if you're an outlaw back then, you got mad money, buddy. Because yep. like you're robbing banks, you're doing all this, and guess what? Money talks, BS mm. walks. You're not going to get shot if the guy's going to pay you, you know, however much. This this article is straight from history.com, from the actual, like, for History Channel, all right? So, according to traditional narrative, the American train and bank robber, Butch Cassidy, leader of the Old West gang known as the Wild Bunch, died in a hill of bullets in Bolivia in 1908. But rumors that the notorious bandit, who is, uh, he's actually in a, a, a photo taken way after, allegedly, his death in 1900s. I Which is it. pretty crazy. Uh, survived the gun battle and returned to the United States. Um, and throughout the years, there's uh, two historians are making the case that Cassidy, born Robert Leroy Parker in 1866, lived under an assumed name in Spokane, Washington. He was working as a machinist and pinning his autobiography at the time. Their evidence, which may, uh, many historians question, lies in a 200-page manuscript by a certain William T. Phillips, entitled Bandit Invincible, The Story of Butch Cassidy. The thing is, the book is full of details of the gangster's life that was not all public knowledge. Oh, really? Yeah. Phillips allegedly revealed his true identity to close friends and family members before his death in 1937. I can buy it. Yeah. I can 100% buy it. I mean, it's like uh, we were talking part of... Aside from us talking to Chase and kicking this off in the back of our heads, talking about Elvis Presley, mm-hmm. but Billy the Kid. Yep. Like that part in Young Guns, too, that apparently is based off a real it's thing. based off a real case, uh-huh. yes. But, like, I can see it happening, especially mm-hmm. in Billy the Kid's case, because him and Pat Garrett were best friends. Yep. Like, they were buddies. Yep. 
they were both on opposite sides of the law. Allegedly. Well, they were on the same side of the law for a long time, but then, like you said, then eventually Pat Garrett went to, they, they hired him to capture Billy the Kid. Yeah. Or kill him. Yeah, no. Yeah. How are you going to hire a dude's best friend to try to capture him and kill him? I mean, that that's not going to work. And you know, the worst part is, too, is he was gunned down shortly after that, too. Pat Garrett? Pat Garrett, yep. Yeah. Um, people, a lot of people, it, it's so funny because even though Billy the Kid was this outlaw and everything else, in some people, in a lot of people's eyes back then, he was like a national hero. He was like an anti-hero. Well, yeah. And so when Pat Garrett <laughs> shot him and killed him, everybody really hated him because they're in all the stories, they knew that Pat Garrett and him were, like you said, like best friends. It's like, man, you're, you're, you're just trash. You he know? was like Batman at the time. I mean, he wasn't... He wasn't necessary. What drove him to the other side of the law was there was a lot of things from his childhood up into what led into the the Lincoln County War too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the Lincoln County War was. There's a lot of situations like that back then, and there's a lot of situations like that now. Yeah. That except, well, they are starting to get more violent and stuff. It yeah. was it was turf wars basically, and yeah, it was it was. It was xenophobia. It was whatever else. Yeah. <clears throat> and it because the English hated the Irish. Everybody hated the Irish. Everybody hated the Irish. If you were Irish, Irish yeah. black, or Native American, everybody hated you back in that time. Yep. You know, I mean, there's still there was still some, my uh, what is it? Uh, great grandfather had a sign up in his barn: "No Irish need apply." Yeah. Which is how he wound up a moonshiner. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Which is ironic because Irish people drink a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they sell it. Yeah. But um and we're good at it. <laughs> yes, yes. And they brought recipes from Ireland. Mm -hmm. But um there's there was literally, you know, a xenophobia there where and that's part of what started off the Lincoln County Wars. Yeah. Because it was English, Irish, there was yeah, Native it was American, there English was against the Irish and it was over money. Yeah. Yep. Well, well, money and land, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. land is money. No well, matter. The, because they wanted to take all their shops and stuff, so they would wipe them out to take it and buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it like eminent domain as well? Oh, yeah. 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 Back in the day, yeah. Which is a BS freaking thing. Big time. Like, that's. Hi, we're the government. We're going to take your property, and we're going to do whatever we want with it, and get out of here. Yeah. Bye. I, I, I almost cussed again. Okay, that's Jesse. <laughs> so, long story short, with Billy the Kid, the, there was a gentleman that had turned himself in. Uh, he, he wanted to meet with the governor. And so he met with a member of the press who then got a hold of an attorney. This attorney drove out in the middle of nowhere, out in the desert to, in New Mexico, to meet with this guy. The guy was in his late 80s, um, and he said that he wanted to turn himself in to get a full pardon. And the guy was like, for what? And he goes, for the murder of yada, 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 down the line. The people that Billy the Kid killed. And he goes, I'm sorry, those people were shot by Billy the Kid. And he's thinking, like, this guy might just be old and out of his head. He goes, no, I'm brushing Bill Roberts, you know, Billy Bonnet, so on, you know. Yeah, William H. Is, Bonnie. William H. Bonnie, as also known as Billy the Kid. Now, there's a lot of people that... Fought against that, saying, no, this is not Billy the Kid. He died all those years ago. He was shot by Pat Garrett and all that. However, here's the big problem. This guy knew way too much evidence of him possibly being actually Billy the Kid. There have been photographs that have been taken of a guy that matches identical doing facial recognition to Billy the Kid. And these photographs of that gentleman was taken after Billy the Kid's death. 
match facial recognition. Perfect. Wow. Yeah. The other things that are happening is that he had actual scars in the areas where Billy the Kid had been injured, such as a gunshot wound, stab wound, you know, a few other things. Um, and then the other part was that they had pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed to dig up the grave because he said, look, that grave spot's empty. Me, mm-hmm. me nor Pat, we didn't put a body in there. We, it's, bare, it's an empty casket because apparently Pat Garrett shot Billy the Kid in the back of the head Back then, you know, you got the big bullets and all that. It made a really big mess coming out the front of his face. All right. So they did a close casket burial. All right. They said the reason why they did that was obviously so nobody would know. He said there was just rocks and stuff they put in there for weight when they put the casket in to bury it. Um, so with that being said, everybody fought against it. Nobody would allow them to dig that grave up. City officials, everything. They said, no, we're not, we're not doing that. We're not destroying a historical spot. That was your argument, destroying a historical spot of this guy's death. And also, he's dead. We're not going to bother the dead. You know? So it made a lot of people question, well, if this guy's really claiming to be him and he's really him, maybe we should look into it. Because there's a lot of stuff matching up here. Lo and behold, later down the line, nothing happened. This guy wound up dying. He actually wound up dying, actually, not very long after he turned himself in. He died like a few months after that. Yeah, which is probably why he turned himself in. If you were an outlaw, that's that's what you would do. Yep. Um, <clears throat> apparently, there was some more forensic, quote-unquote, forensic test done, which it looks like that it was BS because, like, you can – so when you do an analysis of something mm-hmm. – you either do it thoroughly or you don't do it. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of what – now, this is Wikipedia, so take it with a grain of salt. But um, a lot of – from what I read, a lot of the analyses they've done for you know trying to identify this guy mm-hmm. that claimed to be Billy the Kid was nothing. I mean they took, quote-unquote, evidence from floorboards in one of Billy the Kid's places, which whatever. like that Could have been anybody. <laughs> Could have been any. He ran with a gang, fool. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, it, it's supposedly Billy the Kid, but then it was not him, and then it was inconclusive, and then they did, uh, quote-unquote... Inconclusive, D- imagine that. Yeah. And then they did, quote-unquote, DNA testing, but weren't using actual Billy the Kid's DNA because they won't exhume the body or check out the remains where mm-hmm. they could get DNA off bones or whatever if it is there. I mean, if you were an outlaw... Wouldn't you bury somebody in your place, anybody? I mean, anyway, I mean, that's that's what I would do. I mean, Yeah, yeah. I'd throw a body in my place while I was gone, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's bound to be somebody traveling with Pat Garrett. I mean. Oh, absolutely. Th- yeah, there was a lot of people wandering alone out there, but it's easier to survive with more than one or two of you. And that's exactly what people were doing back then. They were surviving. They weren't. It wasn't like you're going to Publix and going buy, you know, a whole chicken or a fried chicken or a Publix cake or whatever, you know. You were hunting it. You were killing it. You were cleaning it. You were cooking it. You were doing everything. You were literally surviving. It wasn't up until, like, the 1940s that we started, like, having grocery or, like, going to grocery stores regularly and stuff like that. Get this. So they wouldn't upset a historical historical side of Billy the Kid's, you know, burial spot? Mm Mm-hmm. In 2004, researchers petitioned to exhume the remains of Billy the Kid's mother and compare her DNA to that of the body buried under his gravestone. They were going to go under the gravestone 
into the dirt without disturbing the actual spot of the body to exhume DNA. Okay? Okay. Their request was not granted. Of course not, because nope. he didn't die. It, they Billy know. The, Billy they the Kid know. lived on. Yes. Yep. Billy the Kid is, was alive. He's dead now. Yep. Yeah, dude. So, here's another big one. And I've heard this rumor, too, for the longest time, too. Andy Kaufman. So, for people out there who are not familiar with who Andy Kaufman is, the movie Man on the Moon, all right, that is Andy Kaufman. Uh, that is the one that Jim Carrey p- portrayed his, his, you know, Andy Kaufman in that movie, all right, and the, the life and times of Andy Kaufman. He was a comedian. Uh, he was on the TV show Taxi back in the day, back in, you know, the late 70s into the 80s. Uh, very well-known comedian. He also started re- getting into wrestling at the time. And he, like, uh, and I don't mean, like, actually out there wrestling, but he was a huge fan of wrestling, and he started promoting himself as the first, like, ever, like, uh, world champion of cross-gendered wrestling where he would only take on women, right? Yeah, he would, the guy was nuts, man, to say the least. So, yeah, you'd have to see the look that Jesse was giving me. So, I, I know why he was wrestling women, but dude, you don't have to like <laughs> make up a story. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I need you to wear this oil. So there's there was a time that was so creepy. <laughs> I know, right? So there was a how <laughs> that Stephanie. Um, but there was there was a time where Andy Kaufman was on. I believe it was David Letterman's show, right? And he was on there with this, oh, God, I forgot the name of the wrestler. And he's, like, hugely famous, and I Big can't show. think of his name. No, 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 back in, like, 80s. Andre the Giant. Uh, no. Anyways, moving on. Cause I'm not Rick gonna, James. I don't want to get stuck on the guy's name. Anyways, long story short, this dude got mad at Andy Kaufman, and he actually slapped him on air. Like, knocked what? him, like, across the chair, and it turned into a big fiasco. Now, years later... That same wrestler came out and said, we staged that. Andy told me to actually slap him on air. What? Yeah. So this guy is always setting people up. For the longest time, he used to dress as this character who was supposed to be his manager. And the guy was a total dirtbag, right? But everybody knew it was Andy Kaufman underneath all of the makeup. But then it started coming out that there was another guy going, no, actually, that was me. That wasn't Andy. I was doing that for Andy, but the guy resembled Andy Kaufman. So now it was a big, this guy loved to screw with people. That's what Andy Kaufman did, all right? So because of that, he played Laka Gravis, that was the name, on Taxi for staging elaborate stunts, and the comedian actor Andy Kaufman died of lung cancer on May 16, 1984 at 35. Because of his penchant for hoaxes and decision to keep his illness under wraps, Did you Kaufman, really just do that? Yes, I did. It's pension, fool. I know. Uh, many of Kaufman's fans believed he had staged his death. His friend and writing partner, Bob Zamuda, revealed that Kaufman had frequently discussed pulling such a prank during his lifetime. Those sightings of the entertainer have been reported in, rec- in recent years. It is now widely accepted that he died 27 years ago. Hmm. But, with that being said, if he would have faked his own death, Earlier than what he really died, nobody would have been surprised. And there was a big rumor that that's what happened. Oh, you were on to the same one I was looking at, Jesse James. Yeah, my namesake. All right, there you go. You get to take this one. No. Why? Read your little paragraph, and and I'll, I'll commentate on it. Okay. I got you. All right. I'll correct you when you're wrong. And yes, Jesse 
Jesse J here was named after Jesse James. Yep. Yeah. Legit legal name named after it. Yep. Dad was a fan of uh, Outlaws and such. Yep. And well, you <laughs> definitely fit it. So the <laughs> infamous American outlaw Jesse James spent most of his 34 years attacking Union soldiers, holding up banks and robbing trains with his fellow gangsters. His life of crime ended on April 3, 1882, when one of his collaborators, Bob Ford, shot him in the back to collect a reward on his head. Since then, it has been suggested that Ford killed another man and allowed his one-time friend to escape through a 1995 DNA analysis of James' purported remains suggested otherwise. Oh, snap. What's wrong with your watch? Oh, no, I got a message on it. <clears throat> but it's the ring camera. Oh. Why is the ring camera showing somebody else's dog? Oh, it's a neighborhood neighborhood alert. <laughs> I was like, what, my dog has other dogs coming over to visit now? <laughs> Throwing a party while you're not I guess. There. <laughs> but no, somebody's missing a dog over in our area, so he's got to report I wonder what it. a dog rave would sound like. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, so since then, like I said, it's been suggested that Ford killer, uh, or Ford killed another man, allowed his one-time friend to escape. Though a 1995 DNA analysis of James' purported remains suggested otherwise. So basically, the DNA said, no, this is Jesse James, he's dead. But they were saying that they don't know for sure if that was really Jesse James' DNA that they used for the testing. Who'd they compare it to? They did not specify. Say, that when details like that are left out, especially in news articles, I ask questions. Yeah. I question it because to see if... DNA is from somebody, you need to compare it to somebody. So yeah. even if they had DNA from his mother or his father, mm-hmm. it could still be a sibling, a cousin, a relative of some sort because yeah. – Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk about this one. This is a story <laughs> that I heard other people talking about. So there was a gentleman in a uh, insane asylum, lack of a better term, you know, institution if you prefer, you know. A home of issues, whatever mm-hmm. you like to use. Okay. This gentleman was claiming to be, because he was on his deathbed, Elvis Presley. Now, people were saying, yeah, he looked a lot like Elvis Presley, but there's a lot of people out there who look like Elvis Presley. Mm-hmm. But the guy was, but people were like, yeah, he looks like Elvis Presley. Much older, obviously, but he looked like Elvis Presley. Mm-hmm. This guy, he said, yeah, he goes, I'm tired of hiding from the world. And that's how he wound up in this place was telling everybody he was Elvis Presley. <laughs> That's how we wound up in there. So they did a DNA test. His DNA matched the mother and father of Elvis Presley. Mm, there you go. This guy was either really Elvis Presley or he was definitely a sibling. Yeah, because that's how that works. So yeah. when a mommy and daddy love each other very much and their DNA is combined when to make a, a mama person. bear loves a daddy bear. <laughs> And they get a lot of tequila in them. Tequila makes their clothes fall off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and apparently not condoms go on. <laughs> that's how the world works, ladies and gentlemen. And that's how babies are born. And that's how babies are born. <laughs> so, but yeah, DNA match. So, but but everybody's kept it under wraps. Nobody else is talking about it. No. It made one little blip and poof, disappeared. Well, because there's tens of thousands of people, probably a lot more than that, that are like, Elvis ain't dead. And it always – like when I was uh, delivering pizzas very briefly, um, had this one lady. She was obsessed. Like 
I literally, she opened the door and there's like pictures of Elvis everywhere. I was like, wow, you really like Elvis. Yeah, come on in. And like, that's literally, my mom. I thought I was going to be murdered, but like, I went in there. Okay, and she's not that bad, but yeah. I literally, my mom loved Elvis. She dragged me in her house and every room in her house, every wall in her house is covered from stem to stern of like, Nothing but Elvis pictures, Elvis memorabilia. My like, mom has photographs that she took herself of Elvis Presley, what? of uh, the, his manager, and what I think, a time to be alive. And I think one of her, one of I think one of the pictures she has is of Elvis's father. If I I'm really mistaken. feel like I was I could born in the wrong, wrong time because that was like the sixties, dude. Oh yeah, dude. For real, like for not, real, not just not just for like the hippie drug usage stuff, but like. It was all the historical <clears throat> things that took place. Yeah, it walking was walking on the moon. Yeah, it was the time where we literally walked on the friggin' moon. Like yep. when, we, allegedly, allegedly walked on the moon. There's a lot of people that don't believe it. Uh, yeah, we walked on the moon, people. <laughs> we're we're sending crap to Mars right now, like, for, allegedly, look, allegedly we, sending crap. Look, to Mars. look for any <laughs> naysayers out there, we really walked on the moon, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. people like Michael Jackson. I mean, they went up there and moonwalked. <laughs> <laughs> Which could happen. I'm kidding. Because totally allegedly kidding. he's still alive. Okay. Oh, do you what? Me- uh, yes. Do you- okay. Do you remember no that? Do you remember that famous video that went around of uh, the- they called the ghost of Michael Jackson, where it was after his death, and they had the reporters there at the home, and you saw this shadow figure walk by in the background. Do you go? Well, the the, the, the funny. <laughs> It could have happened. You never know. <laughs> but the funny part is, instead of a ghost, like going, ooh, it's woo-hoo. there is a guy out there right now that you can tell has had obviously facial reconstruction, reconstructive surgery and all that. But okay, this this guy, I can't remember the story behind it. I got to look it up. Look up, look up on here. A uh, guy that everybody thinks maybe Michael Jackson. I'm sure it'll pop up on there. That way we can get a name too and throw it out there. So I'm gonna give you the paraphrase version first, and then we'll give you the detailed story. So basically, they think that this guy is actually Michael Jackson, who staged his death and is living his life out in the open. But the thing is, he's starting to drop clues that he may be Michael Jackson. Your mom is Billie Jean. Okay. (laughs) That's not the one. That's not? Yeah. Yeah, just say, or, or Google search, guy that people think is the real Michael Jackson. Maybe that'll help find it. I'm sure there's other people who have seen this article, too. There it is. Okay. Dailystar.co.uk. There we go. The conspiracy theory. Yep. Michael Jordan. <clears throat> Michael Jordan. Michael Jackson. They still might Michael, be alive. Michael Jordan's still alive. All right. So tell me what we got here. Uh, impersonator has gone viral after his uncanny resemblance to the King of Parks sparked yet another outlandish claim that he is still alive. The thriller singer. Really? No. Screw it. It's not my computer. You can do. Did I just click on that? I just clicked on the pop up. <laughs> Way to go, buddy. Way to go. And Fail. that was a death of Paraprobe. <laughs> what, what, what? What? Ford. There we go. All right. Here we go. Back to it. Okay. The thriller singer died at his home in Los Angeles in 2009, but some of his devoted followers are bizarrely maintain, maintaining he still walks among us. They often point to identical lookalikes, including Michael Jack Tun, as a rather unconvincing proof of the conspiracy. And another tribute to act, another tribute act has now found himself under the scrutiny of believers in the theory, after his innocent video was seen more than 60 million times. 
Fabio Jackson has attracted more than 2.8 million followers on TikTok. Wow, and he does look like Jack, except a lot younger. And see, and that's the thing. This <laughs> this guy um, that they were using, uh, that everybody was talking about. See, he looks like the Michael Jackson after all of the plastic surgery and all that. He still looks, you know, obviously, you know, the age of Michael Jackson, which he was in his what fifties, I believe. Yeah, he was like, old. Yeah, <clears throat> um, oldish. God, I am certainly trying to find it, and it's driving me crazy because yeah. I can't find it now, and you can't find the story anywhere. Before the before the nose thing. Well, now, now, here, hold on. Let me look up Young Michael, because I gotta find this guy's name because he's a, a famous guy <laughs> that hangs out with celebrities. That's had all the surgery done. He's always wearing sunglasses and a hat, and people are thinking this might be Michael Jackson. I mean, that he's nose, still alive. The nose is similar too. Like before, he got it all turned into like an alien nose. I mean, look at him. Yeah. I mean, like even with Elvis Presley, time and time and time and time again, Elvis was quoted as saying, if I could fake my death and leave from all of this, I would. He probably did. Yeah. And he had the money. He had the, the money and the power to do it. He yeah. absolutely did. You know? And I mean, and think about this. Okay. One, it's illegal to fake your own death. Really? Yes, it is. It is illegal to fake your Dang own it. death. And I know. And I know. I tried. Um, it's illegal to fake your own death and go live out your life as somebody else or whatever the case may be. Um, it's basically identity theft in a sense, but it is illegal. It's illegal to do that. But this guy was friends with the president. He was friends with Which the president? FBI. There was like Nixon. Yeah, he was friends with Nixon. He was friends with, you know, the, matter of fact, he was, uh, actually, uh, granted, um, a, a, a a full pardon. No, 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 not a full pardon. <laughs> he, was, he was granted a uh, God honorary membership of the DEA badge Why? and all. What? Yeah, yeah. Why the DEA? Yeah, which is awfully convenient for the guy who pops so many pills and stuff. I, but, I mean, but yeah, yeah, for real, coke for real. Nose. You don't, you never heard about that. You he literally that? got a surgically altered coke nose. Like he gave himself a coke nose. Yeah. Rest in peace, Mike. Um. <laughs> all right, Dave. Dave. That's the guy's name. It's, his name is Dave Dave. Dave Dave. Um, and Michael are the same person. Uh, Michael Jackson, truther. Uh, they contacted through Reddit. Uh, they look quite similar. Voices are identical. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, computers say, Sarah, you can do anything with computers, but why would Michael pretend to be someone else? Because people like you hounded him all his life, uh, all of his life. Journalists, he had had enough. He needed to get away. He died, in, quote, uh, in quotes, and became Dave Dave. And now he gets to have, you know, life good or a good life. Uh, Dave Dave, however, died of pneumonia. <laughs> so, wow. That backfired. I'm not laughing about Dave Dave dying. I'm just laughing that if that was, that would be my luck. I would, I would fake my own death and then die in a fiery plane crash. That'd be my luck. It really would. But the, yeah, there's this, oh God, I wish I could find this one that I saw because man, it's freaking crazy. This dude, you could tell, has had, multitudes of reconstructive surgery all right he hangs out with celebrities he's allegedly some producer but nobody really knows no there's no specifics about this guy but his facial features and he's always wearing these big dark glasses you know like the like the uh, what you call it uh bono kind but you can't see through them yeah, yeah. Like really big and he's always wearing hats pulled down low and all this stuff but looking at his mannerisms the way he sounds everything Dude, Michael Jackson. I'm t I think Michael Jackson's still alive. So, I have now looked this up. 
faking your death is not a crime, but you will be committing fraud to actually live in society. So your, exactly. your so, best bet yeah. is to fake your own death and go homestead off-grid away from everybody else. But see, but that's what I was saying, that if you fake your own death and you obviously get a fake ID, or a fake ID that's you know committing the crime. Well, I, there's a ton of people that have fake IDs. They're all in college, but there's a ton of people that have fake IDs. That is true. <laughs> I mean, and I'm sure that all the school. alcohol they took in, there was a couple of nights they wished they were dead. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, anyways, I'm gonna get off that thing about I'm, I'm done with Michael Jackson here. I'm gonna get off Michael Jackson. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know it came out wrong. So, yeah. only because I can't, I, I'm gonna have to find that article and I'm gonna send it to you. You gotta see this thing. It's it's crazy, and it really. I thought I me, just did. No, that's the wrong one. Oh, I got it wrong. Yep, you got it wrong. Hmm. No, this guy looks like the after Michael Jackson's had all the reconstructive surgery. I'm talking about like, okay, you know, like you see like the the old famous celebrities from back in the day that now their lips are like really like this big around and their faces are pulled back to like, you know, down to their butts, you know. Uh, Plastic surgery? Yeah, that much plastic surgery, right? Where... Yeah, you can tell it's still that person, but they look like a you know a goldfish with like issues. Who's that one celebrity that's like infamous for it because she can't smile? I know Octomom <coughs> had a lot of work done. <coughs> Who's Octomom? The the woman that had the eight babies. Octomom. She got into porn. What? You don't remember that? No. Man, you've been living under a rock, bro. Duh. Okay. Anyways. Uh, but now what's so funny about this, now that we bring this up and talking about all these people that, you know, could possibly still be alive, that allegedly may have faked their death. There's a ton of famous people out there who have faked their death and they get <coughs> caught later on. And we're talking celebrities too. There are fam- a list of, a lot of lists of, there's like 50, there's a list I saw earlier, of like 50, uh, 57 famous people that have faked their own death. That, of course, they're still alive. See, I would like to go out, not e- not go out, but like do it the Kenny Chesney way. I'm buying an island and chilling. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> like, absolutely. Toes in water, button sands. Let's get her done. Like let's let's do it like that. Cause no, when I retire, <laughs> or I'm gonna have a farm in the middle of nowhere, and you're not gonna find me. I'm telling you right now, man. There is. <clears throat> Okay, I've said this before on other shows. And he'll say it again. And I will, absolutely. <coughs> In the movie Day of the Dead, from the trilogy of Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, then Day of the Dead. In the movie Day of the Dead, this is where the world is now just overran, mm-hmm. infested with zombies. There's a handful of like survivors around the world. A group of them are surviving in this army base underground here in Florida, actually. A lot of it was filmed, uh, some of it was filmed right here in Sarasota, in downtown Main Street in Sarasota. Thanks. Yep. So, anyways, they had this helicopter. And the, the, the pilot, he's from Jamaica. And, uh, and he turned around, he told the, the group, he's like, he's like, why do we keep flying up and down these islands, man, trying to find, or up and down the beach, man, trying to find people that are alive? They're all gone. He's like, I say we, we cast up that whirly bird, launch it, head out to an island, spend our days in the sunshine, getting drunk and fishing all day. And she goes, you could do that, couldn't you? You could just do that with all that's happening right now. He goes, I could do that if this all wasn't going on right now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'd be gone in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Give me an island and I'm out. See you. Yep. Um, so 
I've been like down this rabbit hole like the whole show. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about that right there for our uh, next show? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next show we're going to be talking about terraforming terraforming Mars and how it would work because mm-hmm. that's super interesting and I mean. We've got people that grow things indoors all the time, so it wouldn't be too far away from that. All right. So I'm going to go into, since we only have a few minutes left. Dexter. Here's some people that have faked their death, very famous people, that were still alive. Timothy Dexter. Though you probably haven't heard of Timothy Dexter yourself, you most definitely would have if you were part of Massachusetts society in the early 1800s. Though he dropped out of school at the age of eight, he got lucky financially and found himself as one of the richest men in Boston. In Boston. So Boston. that being said, money can't buy culture, and high society never accepted him. Dexter sought the only uh, sought only the limelight, and he went so far as to begin calling himself a lord, Lord Veda. <laughs> After facing years of disapproval, he decided it was time to see how everyone really felt about him. He faked his own death and organized a grand funeral in his honor. That's awesome. Yeah. Dexter watched a display from a lavish tomb in his home and saw (laughs) those he supposedly closest to weren't as mournful as he expected. He returned to join his own funeral, and he never reached the high social status that he longed for. That's crazy. That's pretty awesome. That's uh, what Tom Sawyer and Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry. Huckleberry Did the same thing? thing. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, number two is John Stonehouse. This former member of the UK's parliament awesome. <laughs> faked his own death in Miami in the 1970s. He wanted to start a new life with his mistress, and he had been caught in a series of fraudulent businesses, uh, so he pretended to drown in Miami, escaping to Australia under the name Joseph Markham. His bad deeds caught up to him, and he was caught by the police and returned to Britain the next year. Didn't go very long. He was found guilty and served a short time in prison before being released. Wow. This guy is a member of parliament. That's awesome. Former, former, former. Former, yeah. 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 Now, uh, two Russians back to back. There you but go. But this one <laughs> is one of the most famous cases in history, believe it or not, Igor. of faking his death. In the past few years, is the case of Igor Vodanov. The Minnesota man took out an insurance policy on his own life in 2010. Police in his home county of Moldova reportedly identified a dead body as Vodanov, leading to a $2 million insurance payout to the family. There was even a memorial service held uh, by his family in his honor. Just three years later, the FBI received a tip that he faked his own death and was now alive in Ukraine with a new name. Agents found recent photos of his son's laptop, leading to his charge in 2015. That's pretty awesome. See? See what happens when you have kids with laptops who do dumb things, and you find their laptops? Then all the bad stuff comes out? Shut up. Sound what, familiar? Are you, what are you doing? Sound familiar? Mm, Hunter. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> We're not going hunting today. No. Um, <laughs> That's funny. I thought it was funny. Yeah, it's funny. Sorry. I, I was picking out a song for our uh, outro. No, okay. Well, go ahead. Yeah. Keep on. I already keep did. on. Keep it on. I did it. And I really have to pee. So, like, so, five minutes needs to hurry up. Alexandra... Uh, Alexander the Alexander the First of Russia. I've actually heard about really? this one too. I learned about this one. Yeah. Uh, sometimes a fake death goes un, um, uncovered for years or even centuries. That is until historians stumble upon new evidence in later years. Recently, there has been a lot of questioning around the death of Tsar Alexander the First, raised by his grandmother Catherine the Great. 
Um, there has been a long rumor that he staged his own death in 1825 from typhus. Now, Russian researchers are analyzing the handwriting of Alexander I and a monk known as Fedor Kuzmich. There has been speculation that these two are one and the same, but now DNA testing might prove that theory for good. Okay, you thought it was going to say prove it wrong. Well, nope. no, no, no. Look, come on, go down. It does it. Oh, it did. It, really? Oh, come on. All right, now we're looking at this up right now because, yep. of course, because now you got to know. Cliffhanger, you. Ooh, here's one about a pirate. Bell Gunness. One of the most notorious celebrities who faked her own death in the early 20th century is Bell Gunness, known as Lady Bluebeard. She is estimated to have murdered anywhere between 40 to 180 people in her lifetime. Instead of prosecution, she staged her own death by fire. While she seemed to be dead after a lifetime of killing those who came into her life, her hired hand claims she escaped without any harm. Though a headless body found on the property... He insisted had belonged to the housekeeper. For years, people across the United States claimed to see her out and about. And I guess apparently they did a test on the body and it was not her. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, serial killer still on the loose. Well, maybe not now. That was years ago, but still. Now, I'm looking at the uh, Siberian Times here and trying to... Okay. So if you're a fan of pirates, Arr. you've probably heard of Jacquette Delay. His famous pirate queen, uh, I'm sorry, this famous pirate queen, <laughs> pirate queen, uh, this famous pirate queen <laughs> allegedly turned to piracy to provide for herself and her younger brother. She sailed the high seas without fear, but it wasn't without some challenges along the way. Upon capture, she needed to fake her own death to escape. He lived a number of years as a man to protect her identity. She finally reunited with her infamous crew and returned to a life of piracy. She continued to have one of the most successful pirate careers of the 17th century. Her encounter with death gave her the infamous moniker that played on her red hair, Back from the Dead Red. Wow. So, a pirate on the run, faked her. This needs to become a movie. That does need to become – that needs to be like Pirates of the Caribbean 5 or something. Yes, this needs to become a like, movie. Since um, That's cool. Johnny Depp said, bite me, basically. Yeah, basically. Uh, but Which, better. Yeah, I, I, I'm totally with it. I get it. So, but, but yeah. So, th- yeah, this needs to be a movie right here. That needs to be a movie. A, a, a woman that, that we now know that is true, this is not faked, the, the very famous pirate who had a very illustrious career, staged her own death. Went into hiding, got away with it, came back, and became a pirate again. I love it. That's awesome. Yep. All right. So, um, as usual, Russia was not very forthcoming with their DNA stuff. So, uh, oh, imagine that. We're just going to move on. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, SK, we only got like two minutes left. Like, we? actually, a minute and 10 seconds. All righty. Well, do you want to close it out then? Do you want to close it out? Yeah, then? we'll go ahead and close this one out. So tune in next week. We're going to be talking about terraforming other planets or forming terras, whatever. Um, and we're going to be doing some fun stuff. We'll be bringing up some more stuff about our investigations and such and talk about those a little bit too. And I want to start bringing on paranormal investigators from other teams from around the nation to tell us about what they found and things that they do. Yeah, we're running out of homeless people to interview. Exactly. Yeah, homeless Fred. We haven't seen him in a while. Bye, guys.